What's going on? Vincent Rappasardi, BigBlueUnbiased.com. So in this podcast, I want to talk about the DeAndre Baker situation. So more information is now being presented to us. He's facing four counts of armed robbery, four counts of aggravated assault. He was released from jail on a $200,000 bond. His side is saying that he's innocent. Um, at the moment, it's still an ongoing situation. We don't really know. Uh, we don't know the outcome just yet. So it's not really fair to say what the Giants should do uh, in terms of making a decision right now, whether that's keeping him and moving forward with that or trying to trade him or release him and moving forward with that. There aren't enough facts just yet to make a firm decision. But I will say this. If I were to make a prediction on what I think will happen based on what I've seen so far, I don't think he will be a New York Giant moving forward. And I'll say that for a few few reasons here. Number one, they've already told him to stay away from their virtual team meetings. So they're already sending the message that right now he is not a part of the New York Giants and what they are doing. And I know it's already been said that they they want him to stay away, to deal with his legal situation, but this is a new coaching staff, new defensive coordinator, new head coach. So it's important for him to collaborate with his coaching staff, to build that rapport, especially as a young player. This could very, very well be looked at as the Giants trying to tell him that he is not a part of their football team right now because of the situation that he put himself in. Now, the second part of this is that his attorney has come out and said that they apologize for the distractions that this event has caused to DeAndre's team, teammates, and the NFL community, specifically using the word distractions. We do not know the final outcome. This is still an ongoing situation. So it's not fair to say what they need to do right now, the Giants, because it all depends, right? It all depends on how the situation unfolds. But it's obvious that this situation has caused a distraction. And what team has really made an effort to eliminate distractions, to eliminate, to eliminate those, those locker room issues, to build a strong culture? The New York Giants, they have done everything they possibly could to eliminate locker room distractions and create a good culture. They traded the talented Odell Beckham. They let the talented Landon Collins walk in free agency. They let go of the talented Janoris Jenkins. These were all outspoken players. Talented, but can be looked at as distractions depending on what you look at. There are certain situations that they put themselves into that you can certainly say have caused distractions. Distraction. And this is an ongoing thing in the NFL. That word is used a lot. When it comes to a potential locker room issue, that word is always used, distraction. So his attorney... DeAndre Baker's attorney is acknowledging in this message the word distractions because he knows what team DeAndre Baker plays for. And what have the Giants done? Not only over the past couple of years with Dave Gettleman as general manager have they moved forward. They've moved forward with this create a strong culture, eliminate distractions. But they've just brought in a head coach who has come from the Nick Saban, Bill Belichick tree, Joe Judge. And what is Joe Judge? He's not just a hire. He's not just, oh, they fired Pat Shermer and hired a new head coach. It's a change in direction. When Tom Coughlin, when his tenure with the Giants ended, the Giants promoted Ben McAdoo as their head coach. And the decision was basically because of Eli Manning. In 2013, Eli Manning was uh, terrible. I mean, he, he had a... 18 touchdowns and 27 interceptions. He was atrocious. But in 2014 and 2015 under McAdoo, he was a very productive quarterback when McAdoo was the offensive coordinator. 
top 12 in quarterback EPA. He was a good quarterback. So the Giants really had no choice. They had to promote Ben McAdoo because clearly the offense at that point was working and Eli Manning's career was revived. But McAdoo was known to be more of an X's and O's, you know, strategy type guy and not really known to be that like typical, like old school football coach who's going to grab you by your face mask and preach loyalty and respect and hard work. Eventually, what McAdoo did was he allowed anything. They had locker room dance parties and anyone said anything. And eventually it just led to a disaster. And when you don't win football games, it's it's an absolute disaster. In 2016, when they won 11 games, like I said, locker room dance parties, everyone was doing their own thing. They were like fun and interesting, just an interesting team in general. But they won football games, so nobody really cared and there weren't many problems. But when they lost football games in 2017, it went downhill quick. And there wasn't enough accountability. There wasn't enough respect with within the, the locker room and the respect for other teammates. It just wasn't there. Kind of that old school football feel was not present. So then they bring in Pat Shermer. And Pat Shermer, again, was kind of a Ben McAdoo-like hire in the sense that Pat Shermer, known to be very good, um, and off, very good offensive mind. Eli Manning came off a 2017 season where, again, he was terrible. Just, I mean, the Giants, specifically as an offense, just were completely just not productive whatsoever. Only won three games. Uh, it was tough to watch the 2017 New York Giants on offense. Could barely get a first down. So they bring in Pat Shermer one more time. They bring in an, an offensive-minded head coach for, for the last time to try and revive Eli Manning in his career. And they obviously draft Saquon Barkley to do the same. Didn't work. They only won five games in 2018. And then they won four games last year, and Pat Shermer was fired. When they hired Joe Judge, it wasn't just fire Pat Shermer and bring in a new coach. It was a change of direction going back to that Tom Coughlin-like grab you by the face mask, old school football, responsibility, work ethic, have good people in your face, physical football. That's what they wanted with the Joe Judge hire. And this is an interesting quote um, during his uh, introduction, his introductory press conference. Joe Judge specifically said, if you are going to work in our organization, you are a good person. He said that. So, again, the value of character. Joe just wasn't, he wasn't brought in because, you know, his offense was schematically smart. He was smarter than other teams when it came to the schematics of his offense or his defense. He was brought in to bring back that old school accountability character culture. Mentioning the words blue collar, hard work, in your face, words like that were mentioned in his press conference which again aligns, it aligns with the Dave Gettleman concept that was originally brought in. The idea of creating a culture, a good culture, first and foremost. Building the trenches, being good, having the, the hog mollies being good on that offensive line. Using a first-round pick on Dexter Lawrence and trading for Leonard Williams. Enforcing the trenches, right? making those areas of their football team a focal point and spending valuable resources, stopping the run, pass blocking and run blocking well and running the football well. Very old school uh, principles that both Gettleman and Joe Judge, obviously being from the branch that he's from, which is that Nick Saban, Bill Belichick branch of football, those are two things that 
go hand in hand that you can that you can tell that there's a connection between what Gettleman and Judge believe in. So if you're going to go ahead and you're going to make a hire that is based on that, and then you have this happen early on in the Joe Judge era, this situation, like I said, it is not. There's no outcome yet, so it's not fair to say what they need to do. But my prediction, what do I think will happen? I don't think that they will stand for a distraction like this. I just don't think that they will. Because it goes against everything that they originally said that they were going to do, right? They, they wanted to build that culture. They want to have an organization where people are good people. Blue collar, hard work. I mean, distraction, that is that is nothing. Bill Belichick and, and Nick Saban, they, they don't deal with that. There's, if you're causing a distraction, on to the next guy. I mean, it's also been a big thing about Joe Judge not naming specific player names because he wants to kind of instill that that idea that, this is, that, that, that he's building a team and it's not just about one player and people are going to fight for their job. So if this is what this whole thing is going to be about, this entire hire is going to be a, a culture and hard work and character, I just don't think that aligns with the situation that's currently going on with DeAndre Baker. Again, I am just connecting the dots. It's still not fair to say what should happen because we don't know the final result. We don't know, you know how involved DeAndre Baker was or if he, or if he was involved at all. But based on the principles of what Joe Judge laid out in his in his press conference, based on his background, where he, the teams that he has coached for, being Alabama, being the New England Patriots, being what Dave Gettleman came in and, and promoted, and what he's clearly con- constructed his roster with, the idea that he's constructed his roster with, I just don't see any way that DeAndre Baker is a New York Giant moving forward after this. I think it's very telling that virtual meeting thing, the fact that they don't want him involved. I mean, again, people can paint that as, well, deal with this legal matters. Yeah, but at the same time, new coach, completely like new coaching staff, new head coach, new defensive coordinator. If you really think, if the Giants really think that he he's completely innocent, has nothing to do with it, why would they tell him to stay away from their team meetings? The way I look at it, I think it's them telling him that right now he is not a part of the New York Giants because he has put himself in a situation that represents the New York Giants in a bad way. And it's a distraction, which is the exact word that is used by DeAndre Baker's attorney. So that's where, that's my prediction. I also want to talk about, I talked about this in my YouTube video, um, but it's something that continues to be talked about. The idea that the Giants could have saw this coming. Look, a red flag, when, when it comes to an NFL prospect, the red flag is usually, you know, work ethic. You know, maybe they're like lazy, the player, or maybe they're a little bit, you know, immature and outspoken. And they, you know, okay, you know, on the field type stuff, they show up late to things. But red flags are usually not four counts of armed robbery and four counts of aggravated assault. That's more than a red flag. That's, you know, you're probably not going to get taken in the first round. If Dave Gettleman, Steve Tisch, John Mara, 
expected an outcome like this. Like I said, four counts of armed robbery, four counts of aggravated assault. If they expected an outcome like that, DeAndre Baker is not going to be, he's not going to be their first round pick in 2019. Their third first round pick in 2019. He's not going to be that. Red flags are usually work ethic related, shows up late, maybe a little loud in the locker rooms, maybe speaks a little bit too much, a little bit immature in that sense. But the situation that happened with DeAndre Baker is not a red, that's more than a red flag. And that's something you can't expect unless it's something that he had done in his past, right? If this was a situation that, you know, has a reoccurring situation, then yeah, then you can say, well, you know, Dave Gettleman and John Mara and Steve Tisch, well, DeAndre Baker's done it in the past. He's been charged for, uh, you know, with armed robbery or aggravated assault in the past. So the Giants are responsible for this because they knew that this could happen. But it's never happened before to DeAndre Baker. He's never gotten in trouble like this. So how all of a sudden can you blame them for this happening? It makes no sense. I tweeted this out. It's 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 like a typical Monday morning quarterback response because if I ask most Giants fans or people who watched the team a week ago about DeAndre Baker, they probably would have said, oh, you know, he struggled, but he played well at the end of the year. The last six games statistically played better than his first 10 games. And they would have said, oh, he has potential. There's potential there. And a lot of people would be like, starting corner, could take the next step, could play well. Now all of a sudden people are saying, why did they even draft him? How did they how do they draft a player with a red flag? No, you can't do that. That is typical Monday morning quarterback. You can't go from praising the player to questioning why the player was even drafted at all. There was a report that during the season he had slept in a meeting or whatever, but nobody made it into this big story to the point where people questioned why he was drafted. So again, that's a Monday morning quarterback thing. You can't go from praising the player to then questioning why he was even drafted. You can't say, oh, the Giants signed Nate Solder and he could be the left tackle that they need and this is a good signing. And then halfway through you know, 2019 or even into 2020 say, I can't believe Dave Gettleman even signed this guy. Well, you were praising the signing originally. Now you can't believe that they even signed him. That's a, that's a Monday morning quarterback. So the red flag thing with DeAndre Baker, there is no red flag to the to this extreme. Nobody expected something to this extreme. So it's, I think it's completely unfair to expect the Giants to have expected this. All right, so that's all I got. That's all I got. Um, again, my prediction, I don't think that he will be a Giant moving forward. I just don't think this this distraction matches up with what they're trying to promote. It just doesn't. I mean, they're literally trying to promote this, you know, this strong culture, strong character, getting rid of talented players to keep that culture in check and keep that locker room strong. To have a situation like this unfold, especially right after Joe Judge is hired. I mean, this wasn't during the Pat Shermer era. This is during the Joe Judge era. This guy is trying to bring in that Bill Belichick, Nick Saban style of football grab you by the face mask but have character and and hard work and have good people on your team and in your in your organization it doesn't match up with the distraction that's being caused by this whole DeAndre Baker situation so again that's all I got Vincent Rapisardi, big blue unbiased.com 
Follow me on Twitter at Vince Rapisardi. YouTube, Big Blue Unbiased. I also have my Big Blue Unbiased podcast, which you're probably listening to right now on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere else that I have it. I know it's in a million spots. I don't even remember all of them. So, again, that's all I got. Thanks again for listening. Vincent Rapisardi, BigBlueUnbiased.com.